show that's all about you with your host, Lauren Cardinal, a board-certified hypnotist and results coach. If you're looking to make a positive change this year, learn lifelong tools to reduce stress and be present. If you're stuck and need to remove the blocks that are from success and happiness in the areas of your life, or if you want to get a new perspective on things, well, it's time to talk to Lauren Cardinal. To talk to Lauren, call 732-748-1079. That's 732-748-1079. And now, here's your host, Lauren Cardinal. Good evening. Thank you for joining me for Here's the Thing. I'm Lauren Cardinal, your host. I'm a board-certified hypnotist and certified life coach. I help my clients get the results they want. If you'd like to call in, the lines are open at 732-748-1079. You can listen online at woldradio.com or with the free WOLD mobile app for your Apple device or the TuneIn radio app for your Android device. I'll speak for a few minutes and then we'll take your calls and get the show going. Last week, we discussed five main ways that we can be leaking our energy, getting depleted of our energy. We also discussed the things that we can do to recharge energy, including, first and foremost, being aware. Awareness is key. Other things we can do to prevent leaking energy or to recharge are to participate in things that give us energy, to make the commitment to it, to be honest about how you look at your life, to say yes to things that energize you, and to occasionally shut off from information overload. And one of our callers, Barbara, asked about creating an internal boundary to guard against the negative energy, those um, people that we experience that can drain our energy. And she asked if hypnotherapy would assist her with that, and yes, it most certainly can. If you weren't able to listen to the program or to hear the whole program, it will be available on my website this week. You can find it at www.laurencardinal.com to listen in. And cardinal is like the bird, but with an E on the end. So tonight, we're going to talk about steps we can take for more abundance in our lives. To get a little elevation, feeling more elevated, bringing abundance into your life. And it's more than a game of chance. It is about creating the life that you want. And tonight's show is brought to you by North Star Asset Management, investment advisors located in Panther Valley with over 30 years of investment experience, helping people create long-term success with their financial plans by choosing the appropriate withdrawal rate. If you're at a distance from their location and are unsure of whether you're in their service area, John or Andrew often do house calls, and they may be able to come to you. For more information, call 908-850-9991. That's 908-850-9991. Or you can find them online at www.nstarinvest.com. So, abundance. What does that really mean for you? One thing that's obvious is abundance occurs differently in different ways for different people. The different types. How we experience what this word is holding the place for. 
It's not an it. Abundance isn't an achievement. It's not a place. It's not a competition. You can't have more than your neighbor or have everything and automatically feel abundant. It's about being more. And it's desirable because it is your true nature. If anything, I think we create limits on abundance. We limit how much we deserve. I associate it with the sense of being satisfied by the moment that I'm in. Coming into peace with exactly where I am and what's going on around me. And that doesn't mean that I'm giddy or even happy. I might be sad or hungry or distressed or frustrated. But there's a certain type of agitation that kind of drops out, drops away. And, you know, it kind of reminds me of a story I, I heard. It's told a few different ways, I think, but I believe it's from an old Cherokee legend. And I think it's a good representation of the conflict we often experience in our seeking of abundance. You may have heard of it. It's called Two Wolves. And the way the story goes is that there's a, a grandfather teaching his grandson about life. And he says to the boy, a fight is going on inside me. It's a terrible fight, and it's between two wolves. One is evil. He's anger, envy, sorrow, regret, greed, arrogance, self-pity, guilt, resentment, inferiority, lies, false pride, superiority, and ego. He continued, the other is good. He's joy, peace, Love, hope, serenity, humility, kindness, benevolence, empathy, generosity, truth, compassion, and faith. The same fight is going on inside you and inside every other person, too. The boy thought about it for a minute and then asked his grandfather, which wolf will win? And the grandfather simply replied, the one you feed. You're listening to Here's the Thing. I'm your host, Lauren Cardinal. When do you feel abundant? What's going on in your life at that moment when you notice that you're feeling abundant? If you're having trouble finding that feeling or would like to feel it more consistently, or you're feeling it and would like to share that, share with others how you've been able to find that, just give me a call, 732-748-1079. Let's talk about it. And I'll just take a moment here to share an upcoming event for me. You can come join me for my summer slim down group sessions beginning Wednesday, May 10th. It'll be eight weeks of relaxing, fun, and productive weight reduction hypnosis sessions. It's a new session each week with a CD of each session to keep positive momentum. It's a fun, relaxing environment, productive sessions to get you back in control. Reduce your weight, feel great, because healthy is the new skinny. Are you finally ready to let weight reduction be easy? You can find me on Facebook at Lauren Cardinal, Board Certified Hypnotist, Lauren Hypnotherapy, to learn all of the upcoming events and to reach out to sign up. If you have any questions, you can email me at lauren at laurencardinal.com or reach out to me directly, 973 418 
So tonight we're talking about how to get more abundance in our lives, how to feel more abundant. So abundance, it's about shifting from having to being. And there shouldn't be a gap between the feeling of abundance and the lack that many people feel in their lives. When you say, I don't have enough time, or there's never enough money, you have found yourself in that gap. Because there's no denying that time is infinite and that wealth can be endlessly created. Why don't you have your share? This place that we're in right now is no less abundant than somewhere else. Abundance doesn't exist somewhere else. You can't go from here to there to find abundance because basically you take yourself with you wherever you go. And if it's not with you in one place, it won't be there in another. But we don't need to improve ourselves or change ourselves. It's about becoming more of who we already are. When we experience scarcity, we're feeling separated from ourselves. So it's about amplifying a part of what we already are. We're already valuable and significant. Stress, fear, and anxiety have often replaced the sense of abundance and fulfillment. You shouldn't stop with lack of money or lack of time. What about lack of emotional fulfillment, lack of love, lack of creative solutions? I think the sociology of our culture is linked to the psychology that having more is abundance. It almost seems sometimes that we thrive on the struggle, don't we? I hear some conversations of people almost upping the ante on what they have to go through in order to get where they are. And sure, there's a great feeling of accomplishment in overcoming obstacles, but does it always have to be that way? Can't some things just be easy? This is the opportunity for a reframe, a shift. Bringing abundance into your own life should be more than a game of chance. Even though you look around and see that some people are much more fortunate than others, let's proceed on the belief that you can make your own luck, which is the same as saying that you can create what you want. This assumption is better than relying on the ups and downs of fortune. If you wait for good things to fall into your lap, you're defeated in advance because it's the nature of life to have bad things fall into your lap too. Instead of passively waiting to see if you won life's lottery, you can change the game in your favor, so to speak. You know, I saw something recently on Facebook. Maybe you've seen it too. It was a video about a Google executive who was talking about happiness. And that's a word that I think can often be interchanged with abundance or feeling abundance, wouldn't you, wouldn't you say? So what he said, I'll read some of it verbatim and then I'll paraphrase some. He said, happiness is looking at a glass and seeing the truth of the glass. Seeing the half full side and being grateful for it and seeing the half-empty side and saying, is there anything I can do about it? And if not, can I accept it? Truly, happiness is not about what the world gives you, the water in this glass. 
Happiness is what you think about what the world gives you. Happiness is equal to or greater than the difference between the way you see the events of your life and your expectations of how life should behave. So, if life meets your expectations, you're happy. We mix two states. One of them is happiness. The other is fun. Happiness is that peaceful, contented feeling of, I like the world as it is right now. Fun is the modern world's replacement for happiness. When I'm unable to reach that state of happiness, what I do is go out on the weekend, I go to a party, and boom, 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 my brain stops thinking. And as long as it stops thinking, I think I feel happy. Not because I'm actually in that peaceful state of happiness, but because I suspended my unhappy thoughts. Now, that's what he said verbatim. Now, this man lost his son suddenly. He questioned, what can I do to bring him back? And, of course, nothing would bring him back, including locking himself in a room and crying for the rest of his life. His thought was that he could choose to suffer or choose to accept life as harsh as, as, harsh as it was and reset. Make that the zero or the starting point and to try to make it slightly better each day moving forward. And that makes sense, doesn't it? Finding your, your starting point, your zero, and making each day slightly better moving forward. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to Here's the Thing. I'm your host, Lauren Cardinal, board-certified hypnotist and results coach. If you'd like to call in to share an experience, get coaching, or ask a question, the number to call is 732-748-1079. Give a call. I'd love to hear from you. Let's talk. So, abundance. What can we do? What are some action steps we can take to feel more abundant in our lives? One thing we can do is turn negativity into positive action. Take one thing today that you feel negative about. Before the day is out, take one positive action that diminishes the negativity. Maybe the actions include standing up for yourself. Speaking your truth. Fix what can be fixed. Ask for help. Seek wise advice. Walk away from things that can't be fixed. Reduce your stress. Look at your role in creating the negative situation. Really, the possibilities are endless. Taking even a small action begins to change the feedback you're getting. Another thing you can do is get a healthy outside perspective. In bad situations, people tend to contract and withdraw inside themselves. It's my problem. Leads to isolation, which makes lack and loss feel even worse. And I realize that no one wants to be a burden on others and that everyone wants to preserve their dignity. But other people have walked in your shoes and they've confronted lack and loss, survived the pain, and eventually made it all the way through. 
It can help enormously to be in touch with such a person, someone that you trust, a confidant, who has been there before and dealt with a similar situation. Something else that you can do is to not participate or indulge in the futility that uh, it's hopeless, I'm helpless, nothing will change or ever get better. Everyone hears these words. The voice of futility persists because we were all children who felt helpless and hopeless at times. But if you indulge in the, indulge in the voice of futility, it'll pull you down to that level. So reject the temptation to indulge in that viewpoint. Just tell yourself this negative voice isn't me. Gently but firmly reject the voice of futility. And when any good thing happens, however small, remind yourself that the voice was wrong. Sometimes it's a matter of perspective and just not, not participating in that at all. I was thinking about my grandmother. My grandmother had type 2 diabetes. She had high blood pressure. I think at one point it was up in the 400s, close to the 500s. She was blind in one eye. She had a heart attack at age 50. But she wasn't a defeatist. She would make jokes. She looked for the beauty in everything. She would make fun of somebody coming in on her left side because she couldn't see them and just almost had a blast with it. I'm sure it was very difficult for her. I mean, having a heart attack at age 50 and coming back from that. And I remember her having to... She could only get up for 10 minutes at a time or 15 minutes at a time. This was probably 40 years ago. And she wouldn't allow it to bring her down. She just kept plugging right along. Not a defeatist. Certainly not helpless. And it all got better. And again, it is your focus. If you're focused on good things, on beauty, you'll find more beauty. Especially from places and people that we don't expect. Something else you can do is expand your awareness. The greatest enemy of abundance is contraction. When you find yourself in a tight situation, feeling that there's no way out, drawing a blank when you try to think of new solutions or carrying around a heavy burden, these are signs of contraction in your mind, your body, your spirit. Expansion is, is essential, great friend of abundance. It brings in the light, opens up new possibilities, and in a relaxed, open state, your awareness sees much further, and life isn't so confined. If you're finding that this is a difficult aspect for you, well, let me first go into some things that you can do for expanding, expanding your awareness and expanding your life. To begin with, Set aside some time every day for peace and quiet. Just a little bit of time. The brain has a natural mechanism for resetting itself and getting back into balance. It's just about giving this mechanism a chance. Being under pressure, putting up with noise and stress, and never stopping to relax are counterproductive actions. Go into a quiet place and sit with your eyes closed maybe two times a day, just for a few minutes, even one minute, four breaths. Let yourself become centered again. And beyond this immediate relief, 
there's some long-range steps you can take. By expanding your awareness, you actually expand your whole life. So expanding your life, and if any of these resonate with you as particularly difficult to do, it could be a great area on which to do some hypnotherapy to clear the blocks that are holding you back. If not, certainly talking through some coaching. If you're experiencing that now in your life, just give a call, 732-748-1079. So some things you can do to expand your life. Some things that we've talked about before. Be passionate about your life and the experiences you fill it with. Those things that give you energy. We talked about last week. Things that you enjoy. Things that are fun. Things that you're passionate about. Remain open to as much input as possible. I heard somebody describe it the other day as if you are looking at the front of your house, if you're looking into your house from the front and someone else that you're speaking to is essentially looking inside your house from the side, you have your view. What is the harm in running over to the side of the house and seeing their view for that moment? The inside of your house, it's still the same, getting a different perspective. And then you go back to the front of the house and you see your view. It's a momentary opportunity to see things another way. And it's not necessarily a matter of changing your own view, but it's the opportunity to see things a different way. So remaining open to as much input as possible. It's also about making sure that you don't shut down the feedback loop with judgment, rigid beliefs, and prejudices. What do I mean by the feedback loop? Well, that whole, the, the idea of when you're looking for good things, you find good things. And when we start addressing things with judgment or rigid beliefs and not being open, and certain prejudices, it shuts down that loop of good thoughts, begetting good thoughts, and bringing all of that, more that that kind of feedback loop. Also, refrain from censoring incoming data through denial. I think that one kind of speaks for itself. Examining other points of view as if they were your own. Take possession of everything in your life. Be self-sufficient. Sometimes just seeing things that way, doing things, being self-sufficient, that confidence builds feeling good. And obviously feeling good. When you feel good, you feel like you can handle anything. There is an abundance in just that alone, when you feel like you can handle anything. Work on psychological blocks like shame and guilt. They falsely color your reality. And as I mentioned, with any of these things, if you find that they are a particular block for you, then it's an opportunity, perhaps, for us to talk. When I see things like what I wrote about shame and guilt, they're definitely important and they can weigh, they can have tremendous weight. Uh, If you're aware of it, that's great. You have an opportunity to do something about it. But they falsely color your reality. They may not be serving you for your abundance as an adult. If these blocks like the shame and the guilt were what you started to believe as a child. To free yourself emotionally, be emotionally resilient is the best defense against growing rigid. 
I'm going to suggest that you harbor no secrets. They do create some, say, dark places. Be willing to redefine yourself every day. And don't regret the past or fear the future. Both bring misery through self-doubt. When we talk about the past and regretting things that we've done in the past, everything that you've experienced has brought you to where you are today, that learning. That's a tremendous opportunity. Had you not had those experiences, you wouldn't be the person that you are today. If there's something that you wish you hadn't done, there's some regret about it, forgive yourself. Take the opportunity to try and forgive yourself because that is making you who you are. And fearing the future, well, we'll get into that a little bit later. We talk about anxiety, um, but fearing the future has more to do with wanting to control things, I think. You are who you are. There was a, a quote that I gave a couple, couple of weeks ago about a bird on a branch. And the bird isn't afraid that the branch will break because the bird trusts its own wings to carry him, not the branch. And fear of the future is along those lines. It's about using your resources to trust yourself to be able to get you to where you want to be. And this list of items that you can do to expand your life, I'll include it on my website this week. It may be helpful to print out and refer to every month or so to remind yourself that your goal is always expansion and never contraction. And again, you're listening to Here's the Thing. I'm your host, Lauren Cardinal, board-certified hypnotist and results coach, and we're talking about how to find and live, experience more abundance. If you'd like to call in to share an experience, to get coaching or ask a question, the number to call is 732-748-1079. And we'll be right back after this break. retired or close to it, have you taken the time to conduct a safe withdrawal rate analysis? If you're like me, you've spent a lifetime saving for retirement and now you want to make sure that it lasts. Few things are more important to the long-term success of your financial plan than choosing an appropriate withdrawal rate and establishing that rate early on can make all the difference. The investment advisors at North Star Asset Management in Panther Valley can help you determine what withdrawal rate is right for you. They've been working with retirees in the area for the past 30 years. For more information, the number to call is 908-850-9991. That's 908-850-9991. Or find them on the web at nstarinvest.com. The weather around the clock. I'm meteorologist Steve Hamilton on Oldies 107.9 WOLD. And now back to Here's the Thing, a show that's all about you on WOLD and your host, Lord Cardinal, a board-certified hypnotist and results coach. If you'd like to speak to Lauren, you can call in at 732-748-1079. That's 732-748-1079. Let's get back to the show with your host, Lauren Cardinal. 
And welcome back to Here's the Thing. Tonight we're talking about how to find, live in, and experience more abundance in your life. We talked about a couple of ideas, a couple of ways to to experience that. One is turning negative negativity into positive action, getting a healthy outside perspective, refusing to indulge the level of futility, expanding your awareness. Now I want to talk about taking full responsibility. If you want a radical cure, here it is. I mean, we talk about, sometimes we can feel like victims. Honestly, I think we all do that at various points in our life. Victims are dominated by external forces. And this kind of um, helps me think about the what we talked about earlier in the expansion, the fear of the future. That sometimes we fear the future because of uh, the external forces, things that we can't control, things that are out there, but we don't know what's coming. It can be other people, it can be circumstances, it can be turns of fortune. And since outside forces can't be controlled, it seems natural to give up responsibility for the bad things in your life. I can't help it, that statement, I can't help it. It's like a poison seed that just keeps multiplying and growing, right? The solution is to recognize that situations change only after a person stops looking outside and starts taking responsibility. And that's not the same thing as taking blame. Instead, you're saying something positive. This is my life. You reclaim ownership of your life once you take responsibility. At the same time, you're stating a simple, inescapable truth. If your life isn't your own, who else could it belong to? Right? No one else has enough time, money, energy, and love to give you everything. Abundance comes from within. When you take responsibility, you accept everything, the good and the bad, as your whole package. Fortunately, the bad has already happened, for the most part, while the good stretches far ahead in the unknown, undiscovered ways. Being responsible is the same as stepping onto your own life journey. And this can be a difficult step. I know. To realize that the choices that we make, really everything is a choice. Everything is a choice. Even when we feel like we don't have a choice. In those situations where we feel like we don't have a choice, it's mainly because the alternatives are either too outrageous or just so unappealing that we don't even consider them. I was talking to my son about going to school and he was essentially saying, along the lines of, well, I have to go to school. And I don't know if he's listening to this right now, but <laughs> that it seems like there's no choice. What are the alternatives for him? To stay home, to go to school and then leave? I mean, there are various options that don't include going to school. But they weren't something that even hit on his radar. So it seemed like he didn't have a choice. It is, in fact, a choice. Everything is a choice. And within that, there is the opportunity to claim responsibility. And while it seems like, I guess the difficult part in that is saying, oh, my goodness, so everything I'm experiencing is a result of my own choices? Well, yeah. But at the same time, everything that you experience from this point onward is also your choice. 
You choose your state of being. You choose your perspective. You choose how you want to experience the world and how you want to create your life. It's your choice. It is your choice. That can feel a little bit overwhelming. It's a big, big idea, big world. Sometimes it's easier to feel like our choices are limited. For a while, I was um, eating a vegetarian diet. And I actually, aside from liking the food, I actually liked going into a restaurant because my choices were limited. It was easier to decide what I was going to eat because there were only three or four choices. It was easy. So I understand the whole idea of that everything is a choice, so it's unlimited and it can be overwhelming. That's also the expansion. That's also where it can help to talk to somebody, a wise confidant, a coach, a trusted friend, somebody who can be objective. Something else that we can do to feel more abundant is to develop a higher vision of your life. Setting goals. There is such a thing as rich but miserable. You may even know people who fit that pattern. But I don't think there's any such thing as fulfilled and miserable. Material abundance, which can be useful, contains no fulfillment by itself. Fulfillment comes from a vision that comes true. The higher vision the greater fulfillment. A vision is like a trigger for abundance. It sets in motion a host of hidden processes. There's no mystery involved. Awareness builds upon itself, as you've experienced. If you practice, you get good at things. If you reinforce the positive, there's more positivity to come. The term feedback loop which I used earlier, feels kind of sterile. I know. But it applies to everything you dream of, everything you wish for, everything you envision. The best kind of feedback is focused. When you learn to ride a bike, you don't want to be eating a sandwich and texting a friend at the same time. Riding the bike is your focused intention. In the same way, the vision you have of your life attracts those ingredients that lead to mastery while setting aside needless distractions. You don't need to work at this winning process. It happens automatically at a deep level awareness once you know what your vision is. I actually have done uh, hypnotherapy sessions with people to help them identify, to Reduce the distractions and help them identify a larger purpose, the goals, their vision, something that they connect with in order to move forward in that direction. And we oftentimes, because we're traveling at the speed of light, so it seems in our world with everything that we have to do, your list, the to-do list, everything to do, that it can be difficult to break away from that, to have it fall out so that we can see the vision. I've often asked clients of mine, when we talk about vision and things that they enjoy, I ask them, what, what did they want to do as a, when they were a kid? 
What did you tell people when they asked you, what do you want to be when you grow up? What are the things that you told people? What did you tell people you wanted to be when you grow up? And are you doing that? There's something about the components of what you felt back then as a child that carry through. And there's an opportunity to look at that. And maybe your vision has changed. Maybe there are components that you still keep forward, keep with you as you move forward. But think about that question. There's a a quote that I heard from Abraham Hicks. And it says, Once you understand the clarity that your emotions provide, you will never again not know what you're doing with your current thoughts. You will always be aware of whether you are in, whether you are in this moment, moving toward or away from your intended goal or desire. Your awareness of the way you feel will give you the clarity you've been at seeking. Once you have the knowledge that you are moving in the direction of your desires, you may begin to relax a little bit and enjoy your fantastic journey. Isn't that nice? Abundance is also about addressing your own needs. And we've talked about that many times over the past several weeks, addressing your own needs. We're not here to burn ourselves out. It's not going to work very well if we're not getting nourishment from our own lives, if our energy is too depleted and we're not recharging. So while in some instances it may seem like, it may feel like you're being selfish, if you're not attending to yourself, you can't be as good for other people. And I think we talked about it previously about the the energy and attending to self-needs and Ironically, all the things we're seeing on the news about the airlines, but the airlines come to mind when they do their speech in the beginning and they talk about the oxygen masks. And if you're traveling with somebody younger, a child, you put your own oxygen mask on first and then do your child's, put your child's on because you need to be in a good state. You need to be able to save your own life at that point in order to save somebody else's. So the self-care and addressing your own needs is essential. And if you're just tuning in, this is Here's the Thing. I'm your host, Lauren Cardinal, board-certified hypnotist and results coach. We're talking about how to live more abundantly, experience more abundance, practice more abundance as a state of being rather than a state of having. If you'd like to share an experience, are you feeling abundant? How are you feeling abundant? When do you feel abundant? I'd love to hear from you. Let's talk about it. I'm sure our listeners can benefit from any of your experiences, whether you're in a state of abundance or seeking it. Give a call, 732-748-1079. And while we're waiting for people to call in, I thought this would be a good opportunity to do a visualization. I like to do these each week. So if it's safe for you to close your eyes, take an opportunity to get in a comfortable position, and close your eyes, 
Take a nice deep breath. And exhale. And if you need to take another nice deep breath, you can do that. And allow your breathing to return to normal. And feeling slightly more relaxed, just imagine in front of you a timeline. Begin to notice the light or the color. Or simply a feeling of a timeline that's there. Stretching out from your spot in the present moment all the way out into the future indefinitely. You may actually see the timeline or you may imagine it to be there. You may simply know or feel it there. And just think about that timeline. As it holds all of your future information, future memories, things you're going to do, things you're going to achieve and experience, all out there on that timeline. As if that timeline is stretching out further and further, becoming longer and bigger. And it actually holds all of the information and all of the wisdom about your future. In your future, anything is possible. I want you to take an opportunity to float up out of the present moment and begin floating over your future timeline. Just floating up lighter and lighter. Let yourself become very light and just float and float, slowly floating over the days, out over the weeks, even the months, out into your future. Notice how you sense the time passing. Follow the timeline below, feeling completely free to explore and discover something that you never imagined you could discover.